Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing? Glad to be back. I got a fresh cut. I feel great. It's nothing like a like a um a fresh haircut and a shave. Am I right, fellas? Ladies? Okay, they, thems, everybody. Don't you like getting your beard trimmed? Uh, I like a haircut, man. I've been obsessed with haircuts ever since I was like, what? Probably like 14. That's, uh, I was big where I grew up, man. Keeping your hair cut. Got like a, I got a lineup like every other day in high school. Kept my shit dope. <laughs> it didn't work. I didn't get laid, so. But uh, as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you guys for downloading, streaming, uh, however you watch my podcast, wherever you take it in. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. So tell a friend, tell a coworker, tell an enemy, tell somebody about the podcast. Like, hey, this guy is a complete idiot. I like this. I don't I don't care why you share it. Just share it. Just share the motherfucking podcast. All right. Man, um. Let's see. Not a not a crazy week, you know, not a crazy week. But let me I'll just jump right in. For those who don't know, we have a nine-year-old son. His name is uh Miles. And I like to talk about the different things that he's going through. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, and uh sometimes it's 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 uh nothing. And uh right now, not much of anything. He's he's um this is his first full week back at school. Uh, we had the two week break off for the holiday, and then we had a snowstorm here that knocked us out of school for about three or four days. So basically, another week, and then we had, I guess, I can't even say a COVID scare, but uh, we 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 were exposed to it, and um, he had to stay home for another like um five five days. So he was out of school for about a month. So he's happy to be back. Um, yeah, we're getting back into the swing of things, and. You know, kids are resilient, man. They uh they just go with the flow. Uh, we got a new governor here. They removed the mask mandate from the schools. So hopefully for some people that brings the the temperature down here in in the state of Virginia. But I, I don't I don't fucking know, man. It's just it's it's all over the place. Uh, I, I get trying to to uh, protect everybody. Uh, we should all do the right things as an adult. You know, make our own decisions, but just try to respect other people's. Uh, health and body and space and all that kind of shit. But and when you really start thinking about all the rules, it, it really doesn't make sense. But again, like I said, I get trying to mitigate shit, but when you really think about it, a lot of it just doesn't doesn't make sense at all. You know, it, it, to, to me, it's just like you just you have to admit that. Well, you would like to think that people would admit it. People who are for the vaccine, vaccine and everything, you gotta admit the rules are fucking stupid. Uh. And you have to admit, if you don't want to get the vaccine, any excuse you have other than medical, it's just dumb. <laughs> just I would I would rather people just say I don't want it because I don't want to. That that makes more sense. I just, I don't I, to be honest, I just I don't want to hear uh, fat people like myself and other people who really don't care about your health talk about they don't know what's in it. It's just like all right, we smoke. Uh, all types of fucking vapes and cigarettes and cigars, uh, all types of drugs, weed, fucking met, all this shit. Drink alcohol. We eat fast food. I mean, the the shit we breathe in every day, the air is 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 
Air quality isn't great. It's just like I don't. Most of the country is fat as fuck. Got a limp. It's like I don't. I don't want to hear your your health reasons as to why you don't want to take the vaccine. It's like I I I really don't. Especially where I live at. It's just like you're you're buying cartons of generic cigarettes. All right, your fingers are yellow, and you want to you want to talk about your your health. It's just like I, I don't want to hear it, man. Just say no. But uh, yeah, that's what's going on with us. Not a, not a much of anything. Um, just a few things to talk about this week. Somewhat, I guess that wasn't light, but um, you know, I guess I'll I'll stay in that vein. So um, there are people upset about Eminem desexualizing the Eminems, like. Uh, the legs and the heels are, are gone, and they, they say they want to focus on their personalities more and not their gender, and that's fine. But what's funny to me is the same people who were mad last summer at the LOL Dolls genitalia that it was so inappropriate for kids. We can't have this. We got to get rid of these LOL Dolls because it's inappropriate. Now want tits on an M&M in hooker boots. It's just like, what side are you really on when it comes to this? Do you care about shit being sexualized or do you not care about it? It just seems like you get mad at where where it's birthed. Like if it's someone that's that you are that you already agree with, it's cool. But the fact that these these people on the left who are considered woke, when they do it, you're just automatically opposed to it. Well, I say you, I mean they. It's just it's just weird. So no genitalia on a on a doll, which I saw and it didn't really look that like that at all. You're mad about that. That's inappropriate. You don't want to expose kids to that. But please, this chocolate candy uh mascot, I want that shit to be curvy as fuck. Even Tucker Carlson said he's not turned on by the MMs anymore. It's just like this it, this is ridiculous. Yeah, you, you're mad because your dick's not getting hard looking at an Eminem. It just shows you, man. This, those people, man, they don't. Really, they stand for really, truly nothing at all. It's just they just they just get mad to get mad. Oh, they said that. Well, I don't like it. Oh, the, they want to change it. Well, we need to keep it. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, I, I just don't see why you care. I mean, again, all these people were mad about Mister Potato Head. They were mad about doc, a Doctor Seuss book. You don't even fucking... How many times have you read Dr. Seuss, The Cat in the Hat, since then? Have you read it? I mean, it's just the shit people get mad at. Are you reading Dr. Seuss? You've been playing with your Mr. Potato Head or you don't really give a fuck because it's for kids? It's like my friends (laughs) get mad when... Like, they come out with a new iteration of Ninja Turtles. It's like, you fucking 40, man. Why do you care? You know, I don't... I, dude, I used to love Ninja Turtles. I don't care if they change it. I don't care if they change it. Why? Because I'm 41, and I don't watch the Ninja Turtles anymore. Why? Because I'm 41. <laughs> that's that's why. And guess what? If I If I feel that nostalgic about Ninja Turtles, I can always go back and watch the old cartoon... And watch the old movies if it really bothers me. But the fact that feel like my country uh, abandoned me 
or it's not the same as it used to be because I can't turn the TV on and the cartoons that I used to like in 1991 aren't the same anymore. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, um, so we uh we we did host battle. I'm switching gears. We did host battle here in Charlottesville last weekend. I had a great time. So shout out to everybody that came. And I'll say this: the Southern man, they had one of the most nerve wracking crowds uh, I've ever had to work with because they really don't buy tickets ahead of time. And my man, Danny, who runs the Southern, he's really into the Facebook events and like to say, hey, man, we got seven people interested. Only two people bought tickets, you know, and uh, so the show was at 830. I get there a little late because I'm waiting for my buddies to show up because they're going to ride with me. And uh, so we get there. I wanted to get there about about 730. I try to get to shows about an hour early. Uh, I was going to meet Winston down there, but it didn't work out because Alex and my my other buddy, Jay Agbon, they were going to stay at my house. They were going to ride with me. They were going to stop at my house, and we were going to ride together. They got caught in some traffic coming down from D.C., and we ended up getting there late. So I digress. So we get there about 8, 8.05, 8.10, and before we go in, I'm like, all right, you guys ready to, to do this for like nine people? And uh, we get there, and there's like six people there, and it's so uh, disheartening, and it, it we pay for the advertising, and I know that's something I got to work on, you know, my um, promotion. But um, man, it's just it was like, God damn it, we got another show, no one showed up. What are we doing wrong here? And um, I say all that to say, people at, that come to Southern shows don't buy tickets beforehand. They may see the event, but they're not gonna click. Oh, I'm, I'm going or buy tickets ahead of time. Uh, but man. About 8.15, 8.20, people just started rolling in. So we ended up with about 60 people. So uh, thank you to everyone that came. We had a great time. So shout out to all the comics that were on. Uh, yeah, man. It's just they didn't – Charlottesville didn't let me down. You you, you never have. And uh, we can't wait to do another one at the Southern. I'll let you guys know when, when that will happen. But, uh, yeah, shout out to the 60 people that came out, man. It was a nice filled room. Everybody had a good time. Uh, the show went a, a little long, but uh, that, that's just that's just us being a little out of sync and um, having to um, get back into the swing of things and and and, and really be more mindful of, of the time. But we had a great time. One last time, thank you to everybody that came out. Really appreciate it, and uh, everyone seemed to enjoy it. Danny was happy, and uh, that's all that matters. So thank you. Um, <clears throat> and now to football. Uh, as you guys know, I'm not the the biggest NFL fan, but I do enjoy – I do like sports a lot, but I, I just don't watch it as much as I used to. But NFL playoff football is one of the best things around. Um, I can't tell you who's in the NFC or AFC. I just don't care that much. <laughs> but I like to watch the first th three or four weeks of NFL – and um, then there are certain Monday night matchups that I like, and obviously the you know each each season has a story, and I, I I loosely keep up with it. But if I hear like oh Sunday night these people are playing, I'm like I'm gonna watch that because that seems like it might be a good one. But the end the NFL playoffs, I'm always there for it, man, and um, they never disappoint. I would say that's what makes the NFL the best league. Um, 
in America. And I I, I like basketball immensely more than football. But as far as the parody and who's going to win and all that kind of stuff, it's just, you just never know with the NFL, man. You never know. And it, it makes it so much fun. But I feel like a lot of people, I feel like the playoffs are better than the actual Super Bowl, man. Like these divisional playoffs are great. Um, uh, I mean, the division finals. And then the division, um, is it division? Yes. And then you got the um, conference uh, finals. I, think, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know what they call these games. NFC and AFC championship. Um, man, so anyway. So um, I'm watching the Tampa Bay game, and it's out of hand. I'm like, you know what? It was just one of those days where I was like, I just don't want to watch this. What was it, like 27 to 3? Like, this is this might be over. But it is Tom Brady. He made a valiant comeback, but it just it just didn't work out. You know, you just you, you just can never count Tom Brady out, as you can see, man. And if he decides to to retire, it's he's the greatest quarterback of all time, hands down. It's not not even not even a question. Undoubtedly, the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. And uh, I think I've said this several times in this podcast, man. I've been very fortunate. A lot we all have. If you have a certain age, um, I feel like I'm lucky, but I would say even like, man, like my dad is what's in his mid to sixties. He's, he's seen, you know what? He's seen all the sports. Basically he got to see, uh, you know, Bill Russell, uh, Wilt still, uh, yeah. Wilt still Bill Russell. He might've been a little young, but they were still, they still played. All the way up to the Magic Johnson, um, um, Larry Bird, Jordan, Kobe. I dad got to see all that. Muhammad Ali, Tyson. You know, the old. That's the only thing he didn't get to see the old school dudes. Why am I drawing a blank on the one kids? Uh, the one dudes. Then so obviously not Jack Johnson because that was like the nineteen twenties. Who was the other dude that I'm fucking forgetting, man? Because I, let's see, famous black boxers, 50s, famous black boxers. Boxer. Joe Lewis. I don't know how the fuck can I forget Joe Lewis? When was he the champ? When was, let me look that up real quick. When was Joe Lewis the champ? Joe Lewis champion. Championship fights. Damn. Okay. I don't know why. Yeah. So he didn't. Yeah. He didn't get to see Jack Johnson or Joe Lewis. That was right before my dad. That was before my dad was born. I don't know why I thought Joe Lewis might have been. Oh, he was around in the fifties, but okay, my he didn't get to see him in his in his prime. So that's like the only guy. Yeah. But Ali Fraser, you got to see all that shit. That's I would say for me that's that is um one one event I would love to go back in time to watch is the the Joe Lewis fight. I would want to go back to and and watch it in Harlem. I know that's very specific, but that's 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 one sporting event I would love to go back in time to watch is the 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 Joe Lewis is it the what's his name Matt Schmeling? 
I wonder, and look, I I I don't think any any um boxing experts listen to this podcast, but it would be very interesting to see how well a guy like Joe Lewis would hold up against boxers today. But but my thing is like, because I feel like violence is violence. But these guys, you know what? When you talk about training, that, that's a, that's completely different. These guys have way better equipment, diet, uh, knowledge. Uh, but you also just have that natural, uh, that uh, natural aggression. I don't know. I feel like people think that feel like uh, people back in the day were a little bit more brutal and, and uh, a little bit more violent and tougher, a little bit more tough. So I, I don't know. There's a, the psychological factor, but then there's like the, that. Um, the real shit, the science behind it. Like, how well would Joe Lewis do against Mike Tyson? Oh, let's look. Let me ask the internet. Who Joe Lewis versus Mike Tyson? This real quick. Oh, they said that uh, Joe Lewis had the one of the greatest trainers in his corner. On the surface, this has super fight written all over an absolute classic kind of between probably a number one boxer puncher stylist. On the other hand, the most skillful brother in HW. I don't even know what HW. I don't know, man. Oh, heavyweight. I'm so dumb. Breaking the, the fight, both power and speed, timing and combinations, footwork. My prediction the, would be early round blows victory to Tyson. Damn, someone said I could see the similar – uh, fight pattern occurring to Tyson's 91 knockout blowout of Michael Spinks. Wow. Yeah, I don't, that's, I don't know, man. It's just like, I think part of my brain wants to be like, oh, these guys from back in the day, you know, they were a little bit more natural and I don't know, man. This just had this natural aggression and it's very, very simple. But then you think about the technology, the diet, and, um, I don't know. I just uh, I, I feel like people nowadays would, especially like MMA, man, uh, martial arts. I feel like today's guys would destroy people. Uh, yeah, but that is a sporting event. I would love to go back and watch, man. Is to to see uh, Joe Lewis uh, fight Matt Schmeling. I can't. I, I can't even imagine the racial tension <laughs> over that shit back then, man. It's actually kind of scary to think about, but um. And then, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what Tom Brady does. Will he retire? I don't know. I don't think so. It's not like I know the guy, but uh, I don't think he wants to go out like that. I think if Tom Brady goes out, he either wants he wants to win a Super Bowl and get out. That's what I'm guessing. But I, I think he would at least want to make it and win or lose there and be done. I don't think he wants to lose where he lost this past weekend and get out. He wants to get out on top. You know the storybook finished, but I, I do. I don't know. His story just might be over, man. I mean, you, the, the guys had such a phenomenal uh, career, the comebacks, and just unexpected Super Bowl Bowl bowls at certain seasons. You know where they were just a, a huge underdog. Uh, so I, I don't know how much story that guy has left in him, man. There's only there's only so much magic, and uh, it, it might it might be he might have ran out. But then again. I cannot count him out until he's done. That's uh, that's that's Tom Brady, man. You, you can never, you can never count out Tom Brady. Uh, then we go to the Bills game, Bills Chiefs games. One of the most amazing games I've ever seen in my life. And look, 
I grew up in that area. Um, I just do not have any faith in the Buffalo Bills at all. Not in the least bit. Zero faith in the in the Buffalo Bills. I mean, when they scored to uh, to go up by three, and there was thirteen seconds left, I looked at my wife and go, "But this is Buffalo. They are going to find a way to fuck this up." And I'm I'm sorry to all my Bills fans back and my friends are back home. I just knew it, man. I just knew it. And sure enough, sure enough. They let them get in the field goal range. They tie it. They go into overtime, lose the coin toss, game over. And look, I know a lot of people don't like the overtime rules in the NFL, but the thing is, they are what they are. Everyone's like, oh, we need to change it. We can't have it. Like, the rules are what they are. I'm open to them changing, but I will say, I don't. When our team loses in, in sudden death, we always feel like it's not fair. But it's sudden death. We we know what it is. And I'll say this is why it's fair. It's a fucking coin toss, man. It's a 50-50 coin toss. You have a 50-50 chance at getting the ball. Now, after that, well, you know, let me let me look this stat up before I start running off. Um who wins? Overtime game. Um, I'm trying to figure figure out how to ask this. Who wins? Who was a percentage? Okay, it says, under these rules, coin toss winners end up prevailing 52.8% of the time in NFL games. And it says, but in the playoffs, coin tossers are 10 and 1, 90% chance. But here's the thing, man. After the coin toss, no one knows what's going to happen. There's pressure. I think, I really, I really think that's what it is. It's, it's the fucking pressure. And we all know the saying, pressure bust pipes. I, I, I just think that people get nervous and they don't perform well and they end up losing a game. You don't know. I mean, you, you, you lose a coin toss, you come out on defense, you could intercept the ball, cause a fumble, get a, a pick six. You could recover, like I said, recover a fumble, go down and score. I, I, I get what the part where the other team doesn't get a shot at scoring. But it has to end at some point in time. Now, would it be nice to see both teams get a possession? I guess. But the thing is, we know what it is. I mean, I'm I'm fine with them changing the rules, but I don't think they need to change it. I just I just think we get upset when the team that we don't like that that we like doesn't win. That's what I, oh we we got to change this. Hey man. If Buffalo would have played defense in those 13 seconds, guess what? We wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here. So, I mean, the Buffalo Bills, they, they put themselves in that situation, and, and that's what happened. I mean, so I'm, I'm fine with the way it, it, it is. It, always, it, doesn't, it doesn't always feel good, 
yeah, you feel kind of cheated. You know, and as a casual fan, sometimes I, I do want to see more action. But at the same time, hey, it is what it is. The shit can't go on forever. And in a perfect world, yeah, it it would be it would be nice. And I understand. Hey, you come down, you you win the coin toss, you come down, you score. It would be nice to go, okay, you know what? Just to make sure, let's give this other team a possession. And if you don't, if you don't score, the game is over. I understand why people would like to see that. But it is what it is. It's not like people don't make uh, stops on third and fourth down. It happens every fucking game of every season. Uh, we, we've all seen uh, games won because of a goal line stand at the one yard line. We've seen it. So I don't really want to hear that it's, not, that it's truly unfair because it's, it's not. So, I mean, there's a 50-50 chance that you win the coin toss and the rest is up to you. So, I mean, I I I, I get the numbers here, but I, I just think that people uh people get nervous. I just uh, I think people get nervous, and uh, you you emphasize um. Let's see, according to the stage of overtime games, fifty two percent. I mean, yeah, it's a fifty fifty chance, man. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I'm not for changing it personally but if they do i'm not gonna lose sleep over it but uh all right there's the show that's the show uh i'm in stanton oh that's tonight you're not gonna but if you happen to be in that area i'm in stanton at the tempest bar lounge tonight um february 18th to the 20th over the columbus funny bone and in april i will be at the dc improv and i will have some other dates coming up i'm gonna be in chicago i'm gonna be in uh dc uh, quite a bit over the next couple of months. And, I, oh, I also have a show in Baltimore uh, March 3rd, I believe. So I'm looking forward to all that. So you guys have a great uh, rest of your week. I'm out of here. Peace.